Graham. We've got Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. He joins us each and every Friday to wrap up the week and also talk about some of the different veterans issues out there in this great land of ours. Now, Michael, I recently seen that uh, you put some uh, pretty cool stuff up on your website, up on the blog. Tell us about your latest piece, my friend. Well, the latest piece actually deals with the Iranian uh, Treaty, and I point out that it is, in fact, a treaty, and that uh, it fits the classic definition of treaty. And I also pointed out that uh, Congress, the Republicans in Congress, have acquiesced in doing something that is clearly unconstitutional, and that's basically amending the Constitution to allow the president not only to not submit the treaty to the Senate for two-thirds uh, majority vote, but also to let it go to the House and Senate for a majority vote. And if the vote fails, which it looks like it will, if the, the House and Senate or vote against the treaty, then the president can require them to over, he can veto it, veto a negative vote, and then require the House and Senate to override it by a two-thirds majority. Now, Article One, Section 7 of the Constitution says that the President of the United States can veto a bill passed by Congress, and then they have to have two-thirds vote to override it. There's absolutely nothing in the Constitution that says the President can pass a bill by vetoing it if there's been a negative vote. In other words, if the bill is voted down, there's nothing the President can do until now. Now the Congress has basically said that this President can introduce something in Congress try to get them to pass it. If it fails, then he can go ahead and put it in effect anyway, and two-thirds of the Congress have to override that. Now, that is scary, and that is totally unconstitutional, and that is something that's been acquiesced to by the uh, leadership in the House and the Senate, and, of course, there's Republican leadership. And that's my latest article. I just put that up the other night, and then I've got uh, several articles that I've put up uh, in the last couple of weeks and deal with the gun situation and the fact that they've evolved now. They're not only going after veterans, they're going after people on Social Security. Uh, we're bracing at the United States Justice Foundation for a new wave of people needing our help. And by the way, if you're a veteran out there, you're being denied your Second Amendment rights, you can contact me at michael at usjfmail.net, and we will assist you for free. Uh, there will be no charge to you or your families. We raise our money independently, and we will do what we can to try to help you uh, appeal and get the, your gun rights restored. In the meantime, we're going to be working with people in the United States Senate to try to get this thrown out. And so that's, you know, I've got an article about that, too, because I predicted about six months ago, based on what we were seeing in rule changes in federal agencies, that pretty soon they were going to be going after not only the veterans, but also going after Social Security recipients. Yep. And they've, they're going to be doing the same thing they're doing with veterans, declaring you incompetent to handle your own financial affairs and then taking that and giving it to the FBI, who will then declare, declare you mentally ill to the point of being a danger to yourself or others so you cannot own a firearm. Now, uh, you guys you guys do a heck of a lot at the United States Justice Foundation to uh, stand up for people's rights. Uh, talk to me about some of the different cases that you've been following the last couple of weeks. Well, right now we're uh, heavily involved in the case against uh, Obama's amnesty uh, executive order. We have been successful in Texas here. Uh, they 
file suit in district court, and the judge here in Texas ruled that it was unconstitutional for Obama to grant amnesty the way he did. And then it went to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, the United States Justice Foundation, was one of the groups that filed a friend of the court brief, and we were successful there. The ruling of the district court here was upheld, and now it's going to be going to the Supreme Court. And they are trying to get, the government's trying to get an expedited hearing, so we are preparing right now to file a brief in the Supreme Court uh, as soon as it comes time to do so. And so that's one of the things we're working on. We're also looking, though, at the fact that the president, we believe, is going ahead and instituting the amnesty, despite the fact that the court has ordered him not to. So we're looking at trying to push the court to hold the president in contempt. That's one of the cases we're working on, and we are going. We're representing people around the country on religious freedom issues. Uh, there are a lot of people that are being hammered by the gay marriage situation. They're being told that they, you know their religious beliefs don't apply. They have to do business uh, with gay couples. We have the situation in Houston that we're getting involved in, where the mayor of Houston had passed as an ordinance passed through the, the city council in Houston, the mayor's a lesbian, by the way, she has this ordinance passed that says that any minister out there who opposes gay marriage will not be allowed to talk about that, and they have to submit their sermons to the mayor's office before they can give their sermon on a Sunday to make sure there's nothing politically incorrect in their sermon. Now, that is total destruction of freedom of religion and freedom of speech, so we're getting involved in that case. Uh, there's a group of pastors opposing it because, I mean, this is just absolutely absurd. Unfortunately, it's very similar to what has been done to the chaplains in the military by the Obama administration. They're, they have to submit their sermons uh, in advance, and they can't say to talk about certain things. Of course, also in Houston a few years ago, and we were involved in that case also, uh, the head of the VA, the National Cemetery down there, banned prayers at services for military members and veterans unless the prayers were submitted to her personally so that she could look at them and decide whether or not they were appropriately secular. Now, what's a secular prayer? Well, we never just figured that out. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was just getting ready to ask you, what the hell is that? <laughs> it is... It is interesting. We've got uh, Michael Connolly with us today at 54 minutes after the hour, and uh, he joins us each and every week from the United States Justice Foundation to talk about some of the different cases they're following and different things going on in the country. Um, what, what do you think about this situation with uh, Donald Trump and him running for president and, and all this stuff? Uh, what, what's, what, what, what are some of your thoughts on this? Well, it's certainly certainly interesting, you know, that Donald Trump's running for president. And of course, we can't endorse candidates, but I, there's yeah. certain things I agree with Donald Trump on. But then, you know, I he's kind of a loose cannon, you know, to say the least. Yes. <laughs> and so I don't, you know, I don't know if he would make a good president. I don't know if he could be elected president. Uh, there's some some other people out there that impressed me greatly in the first debate. My own Senator Ted Cruz being one of those. Uh, I thought he did an excellent job in the debate. I thought uh, Ben Carson did a pretty good job in the debate, although some things I don't agree with Ben Carson on. You know, there's all the candidates out there have their pluses and minuses, and I think we have a the 
key, though, is that we've got a good field. We got a good group to choose from, and I think we have a real chance of the of seeing the Republicans carry the White House. And uh, in the meantime, Hillary Clinton keeps shooting herself in the foot. And uh, she, uh, I understand today that the server that was turned over to the FBI is blank, and there's nothing on it. And the, they've been told, the FBI's been told by the people that turned the server over that it was blank and that the data is stored elsewhere, but they don't know where. So that's scary. I mean, we may have all kinds of top-secret emails out there between the Secretary of State and the other, other parties, and they don't know where they are. I mean, this sounds like the lowest learner IRS thing. But, you know, you, you start looking at the upcoming election, it's critical. We have to get rid of the liberal Democrats and the progressives that are running this country in the ground. They're taking away our freedoms. They're taking away our, our ability to govern ourselves. They're trying to destroy our constitutional republic. And so it's critical that the right people get elected who will actually do what they say they're going to do. Because, frankly, I've been very disappointed in the leadership of the House and Senate over the course of the last year, since last year's election. And uh, because they just, they're not doing what they promised the American people they would do. They're not putting up a good fight on amnesty. I cannot believe that Planned Parenthood has not been defunded. And by the way, we're going to be involved in that issue too, because there are several states that have already defunded Planned Parenthood on their own, and they're being threatened now by the federal government. So we're going to be involved in helping defend those state governments. But, uh, you know, the Second Amendment situation with the veterans, we've been talking about that for two and a half years. We've been working on that for two and a half years. Several efforts were made in the Senate to try to block it, to stop it from being done. Both were defeated. Now there's another effort, and we're hoping that the leadership will take the bull by the horns and protect the veterans from being denied their Second Amendment rights and protect the senior citizens in this country. Because we're looking at 23 million veterans, and 40 million people getting Social Security. That's almost a fourth of the population yep. that they want to disarm using this system. It is it is absolutely astounding. We've got uh, Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. Keep on the case, my friend, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you, James. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Michael Connolly with us today. The fantastic Michael Connolly. He joins us each and every week around this time to talk politics and everything of that sort. We've got more coming up. 